The Beyond the Gay program is mainly a listener-supported radio ministry. You can help us bring the message of the gospel to thousands of listeners each week with your prayerful support and financial gifts. Visit our website, btgprogram.com. Welcome back into the Beyond the Game program. Mark Salagis is the head coach in the men's basketball team at Roberts Wesleyan College. He joins us now on the BTG studio line. Welcome in, Coach. So glad to have you on the program. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, Looking forward to talking with you a little bit. Now, you follow Rob McCoy, who retired after 16 years. He's a guy that you spent nearly 10 years coaching alongside he was not only the longest tenured coach at Roberts at the time when he stepped down, but he's also the winningest in program history with two NCCAA Final Four appearances. Does that put any pressure on you in taking over a program that has such consistency for so many years? You know, it, it's funny just because there's pressure in the sense of you're following a guy that you know has been, done a fantastic job of being the face of the program here for so long, uh, and especially somebody that was an alumni and came to school here. Uh, you know, he's, I've learned so much from him and he's just been a great influence on me and, and really how to treat people and show people, uh, you know, from a basketball perspective, you know, it's one of those things where I'm a big believer in if you're preparing and, you know, not just doing the normal nine to five kind of preparation, if you're really making sure you put the time in and putting the extra work to where you feel like you've accomplished and, and gone through everything you could, then I don't really see much pressure after that because you've done what you can do. You've done it to the best of your ability. And, you know, after that, you just got to make what you believe is the right decision and kind of have the guts to live with it, you know. And, and that's something where, you know, I've kind of conditioned my mindset and uh, disciplined myself to believe in. Coach McCoy announced his decision rather late, which, if I understand that right, means that currently you're working as the interim coach. Does that make things any more or less challenging for you as it relates to the players? With the current players right now, uh, not as much just because I was a big part of recruiting the new guys that came in this year and the guys that have been here have seen me in the coaching you know, light the last few years or year that they've been here. So you know, they all bought in right away and I made it a point to meet with them as a team and individually, just to let them know that, you know, here's the situation. There's going to be the interim check. This is what they're going to plan to do at the end of the year. Um, but I wanted them to know up front that in no way, shape or form is that going to affect how I make decisions or what decisions I want to make for them and, and for the team, because uh, it's not about me really keeping the job or getting the job. It's more about them learning and growing in this experience. So I made that up front with them early on and the one part it does play a little bit of role in is for recruiting you know kids these days are very internet savvy they go online they see that uh and or the parents see it that i'm the interim and they kind of ask questions about it and you know i say yeah that, that, that's what it is right now and uh, here's what the situation could be if i don't get the job but i just want them know that the reason they should be making this decision is you know for basketball somewhat but for the school you know, I went to this school so I can vouch for what it does as far as educating you in character as well as in your uh, pr- profession that you're going for. And I just tell them, hey, it's a great school. You, you'll enjoy it. You'll like it. And you'll be a part of it. And I hope to be a part of it as well. But things can happen to where that's not the case. And here's what would happen if that does occur. We're talking with Mark Salagis, head coach of the men's basketball team at Roberts Wesleyan College. Coach, you played professionally in the U.K. You actually had contract offers in hand 
when you made the decision to go into coaching, I, I imagine that must have been a difficult choice considering how much you love to play the game. What went into that decision for you to become a full-time coach, and what role did your faith have, if any at all, in that choice? You know, to this day, you know, just from a personal standpoint, that was probably the hardest decision I've had to make. You know, I love the game. I still pretty much play it, and it's just been such a big part of my life and influencing me that it was very difficult. You know, when the Roberts made the decision to go NCAA Division Two, I knew how difficult it was to get into coaching, and I knew that, you know, that's going to mean something if this is something I want to do uh, as a future profession. And so when it all came said and done, I made a decision to come back and turn down those offers and become a coach. Uh, and it ended up being the right decision in my eyes. But ultimately what the decision came down to was, you know, playing wise, it was more a personal, you know, I don't want to say selfish choice because I don't think anybody would you know, look at me wrong. If I was like, Hey, I'm going to play for me. Um, I was getting more out of it than I was kind of giving to everybody around it. And for me, basketball has done so much for me that I feel like I owe it uh, to the game and, and to what it has taught me to go back into coaching and try to use what I've learned um, from basketball that's helped me in life and translate that and teach that down to the young men or, or uh, young women as, who have been coaching or, or seen and kind of give that to them and give back to it. And I look at that from a faith-based standpoint as you know, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than myself. It's bigger than what I always want to do. Uh, and if I can go out and help people and teach and help them grow, not only in their sport or in life, but in a faith aspect as well, then that's what it's all about. Back on June 1st, something very significant happened, which as far as I know, puts you in fairly exclusive company. Can you tell us about that day and how long it took you to accomplish the feat of having dunked in all 50? of these great United States? Oh, yeah, you know, this This is a, it's, some people say it is a strange goal, but, you know, back about 12 years ago, I was talking to one of the players on our, one of our road trips, Dan Foley, who was an outstanding player for us back then. Uh, we were just talking about how many states we had been to and going through all that, and then that led into how many states have we dunked on, and then somehow, some way, we just went to, hey, we should try to dunk in all 50 states. And we really didn't think nothing of it. You know, we might get one or two here or there in the next couple of years. But then, you know, I just was like, hey, you know, that'd be a really cool idea to to get and to see all the states and then just have something as a goal for each one that I go into, something to kind of look for. And so, lo and behold, I just, I made the decision, like, hey, I'm going to do this. And in June, I was actually, you know, blessed with the opportunity to go to Hawaii to get my 50th one. And, and you know, it was, uh, it's a cool goal to have. It was a cool thing to accomplish. And, like I said, I was blessed to be able to still, uh, you know, have the jumping ability to dunk because I don't know how many years it would have went, and I knew time wasn't on my side. But it, it's taken, geez, 12 or 13 years to get them all in. So it was fun. It was a great adventure, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that's a unique thing. I don't know how many people can actually say they've done that. Good for you. Yeah, no, it, it was fun. I, I don't know either. I, I tell people all the time, I, I might have been the only person to do this. You never know. Once again, we're talking with Roberts Wesleyan head basketball coach Mark Solagis. After finishing 500 last season, the Red Hawks are now 5-4. and four. They've won two in a row, coming off a solid weekend in the New York City area with wins over both NYIT and LIU Post. After the holiday break, you get your first three games and five of total eight January games all at home. How critical will that stretch be in solidifying this team's confidence and making a run towards the postseason? 
Uh, you know, every game is huge for us. You know, right now, you know, our focus is we just got back and we're on a little bit of a break. So the focus for the guys is to spend some time with their families and enjoy the holiday. Uh, but then to also kind of maintain our, our conditioning and our strength that we've built up so that when we come back, we can hit the ground running and continue to to make progress in our team chemistry and how we play together. Uh, the next game against Franklin Pierce College on the 8th is the big one. That's kind of the one that I'm looking at and, and focused on. You know, I haven't really looked past that at all. Um, it, it'll be good to be back at home. You know, we've only had two home games this whole first semester, and one was when it was on break, so we didn't really have a lot of students there. And we kind of feed off our crowd and our fans for some energy at home, so that'll be nice. Uh, but every game is big, uh, conference or non-conference, for us to, to learn and to grow as a team. And we're really looking forward to it. And to have that many games in a month is fun because the guys, I know for a fact, like the games more than they like practice. So they'll be excited about that. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes right when we get back. Let's talk about the team just a little bit. Junior Isaiah Lewis, he's leading the team in scoring, averaging right around 13 points a game, I think it is. Senior Peyton McLaurin leads Roberts in both blocks and rebounds. Are those the guys that you most look to? for leadership on the court. And can you talk about the team a bit and maybe some of the men whose names perhaps we should know? Yeah, you know, Peyton and Zay, you know, they're two of the 15 guys that we have on the roster. And they're two captains. They're two guys that play some good minutes. They're a little older. You know, Zay's a junior and Peyton, like you said, is a senior. Uh, Those are two guys that I look for as more of a calming influence. You know, they're steady. They don't really get up too high or too low. They're usually pretty consistent with their contributions. Um, and they're both very skilled, and they lead, you know, not not only through example, but vocally uh, and in the things they do and how they carry themselves. And, you know, the two of four of our captains, the other two are Gene Tucson and Justin Vaughn, who, again, same type of thing. They lead through, you know, their culture building and their energy and their effort and the skills they bring onto the court. But, you know, everybody has their role on our team. You know, we have a couple of red shirt players that – just bring significant energy day in, day out. You know, they know they can't play and that frustrates them, but they're willing to take the sacrifice and put all their energy into motivating other guys and getting them going, which is huge. Uh, you know, other guys right now, Armand Nasiri and Fope Okuyiga and, you know, Jordan Henry and Reggie Clark and Amantis Gutkovas and Pleasant Foy, guys that, you know, are on our roster, some maybe not getting as many minutes as they want, but they're doing a great job of pushing uh, the guys that are in the in the roles of getting more minutes, and they're kind of fighting for more. You know, we got Brendan Bannon and Peyton Olson and Amari Lee and Eric Lewis are the rest that kind of round up our, our total of 15. And it's it's good because we we don't have that team where you're going to have one guy that's scoring 25, 30 points a night, and we're kind of playing through him. We got a group of eight or nine guys that any given day, any one of them for, could go for 25 or 30. In every game, it's usually somebody different. So I like that fact, and we. We share that well, and the, the, the captains, like you mentioned, Zay and, and Peyton and Gene and Justin, they do a great job of feeding that to the team and making sure that they know that that's what it's all about for us. Now, you and I have not met, Coach, but from what I hear of you from others is that you're an encourager. As their coach, how important is it, do you think, to encourage your guys not only about their performance on the basketball court, but to encourage them in their academic work and in their spiritual lives as well? You know, I heard a quote a long time ago that pretty much said, you know, there's two things that every person in this world needs. And number one is prayer, and number two is encouragement. Mm. You know, I think no matter where they are in life or on the court or in their studies, 
an encouraging word, you know, or a prayer is never going to be a bad thing for him. I think it, it can only help. It can only make things better for him. And we're big on making things bigger than the game of basketball. You know, like I said earlier, one of my uh, one of the main things I got from the game was just different disciplines and different morals and values for life uh, through the game and through what it taught me. So we try to push that on them and let them know that that's what it's all about. Uh, and that's who we're trying to build as young men and people. And we don't ever want to lose sight of that. And that goes into the classroom, you know, as well as into the dorm rooms, as well as into the locker room, as well as into the cafeteria. You know, all of it's connected in my eyes, and it, and it connects towards making us a better basketball team. And that's something that myself and Coach Herb Alexander really try to push, you know, in, in the spiritual life as well. You know, we make we have the team go to chapel, and we make sure that we're, we're respectful and we're listening and we make it a point to talk about it uh, when we go to those teams' chapels before practice and, you know, say a prayer before practice to just talk about what we're blessed with in these opportunities. Um, and all that stuff, as small as it may sound on any given day or as, you know, usual as it gets, it matters. And I think guys know it matters and they see it matters and they feel it matters. Sure. Coach, can you share with us a little bit about your story? When was it that Christ first became real in your life? How did that happen? For me, you know, I grew up in, in a Catholic household. You know, I did communion and confirmation in Sunday school when I was younger. And then our, our parents, you know, didn't force us to go. They wanted us to make the decision for ourselves, you know, a little later on into middle school and high school. And, you know, me and my brothers really didn't go, uh, to be quite honest. And then right around 11th, 12th grade, uh, more so into my senior year in high school, there was a few of my buddies from the basketball team at the public school I went to that – you know, asked me if I wanted to go with them to a young life group uh, in the area. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Why not? And check it out. And that was kind of a, a big thing for me at the time that I was doing something different. I was going, didn't really know what I, it was all about. Uh, went, enjoyed myself, you know, had some free food and games and whatnot. <laughs> and so, you know, that was kind of my first push into uh, a Christian lifestyle and, and, and seeing and learning some new things that maybe I didn't learn back in Sunday Bible school when I was in kindergarten or preschool. Uh, and it kind of kept going with there. I started hanging out with that group. We started doing Bible studies and different devotionals and all that stuff. And that carried over with me to the point where I got to Roberts and to the point where I'm at uh, now in that it just means something to me. You know, it's, It keeps telling me day in, day out that things are bigger than myself, that they're bigger than basketball. And that's what we really got to value above all else. Um, and pretty much I, I always look at it as you know, if I didn't play basketball with this team and my teammates didn't encourage me to come with them, you know, who knows where I could have gone. You never know in any given day what decision you're going to make until you actually make that decision. So um, I was just blessed to have friends that were looking out for me and asking me to do something and encouraged me to go and did it in a way that wasn't, trying to force me or push me or, or make it weird for me. And uh, that was really, like I said, when it, it became um, something important to me. And I'm not perfect by any means, but I'm learning. I'm growing and I'm progressing, and I'm just very thankful for that. Well, amen. Thanks for sharing. Before I let you go, how, how can our listeners pray for you? <laughs> pray, for, uh, pray for me to have, have safe travel for my family that, that's coming to visit for this holidays. Pray for you know, our team, for them to have safe travel, to get with their families and to enjoy this uh, wonderful time of the holidays. 
Um, and then they can just kind of pray for us for the season, just have a healthy uh, and long-lasting year. And that guys just kind of they learn in basketball, but they also do well in their studies and, and they learn in their walk uh, with Christ and, and all those things. And like we said, every day prayer and encouragement we need it. So anyone that anybody anybody that wants to give it to us, we'll, we'll definitely take it and we'll, and we'll enjoy it. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Thanks again, Coach, for taking time of your day to spend it with us. I, I hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas, and we wish you all the best on the rest of the season. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate that very much, and, and same to you. Hope you and your family have a have a great holiday and a great Christmas. Well, thank you. That's Mark Salagis, head coach of the Roberts Wesleyan men's basketball team. Good guy, good encourager. That's a guy that I hope they take the interim label off and he gets the job full-time. I want to thank you for being with us along with Zach Barletta on the other side of the studio. I'm Rick Benson. You're listening to the Beyond the Game program.